Hello, Toke and hello, Lekwa. Really lovely to be to you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us, Inkeru. <laughs> We're happy to be here. Excellent. And I know we have to, to juggle geographies and find the right time and be sure that the children are okay. So so thanks. I'm really looking forward to this to this conversation. And just a bit um, of a background, I'm going to be asking you many things because we have many people who are, you know, eager to learn and perhaps even eager to find love at work. So this is a podcast for the working girl and where we um, help every working girl across the continent to make sense of her work life. And it's okay. It's okay to have the children. It's often real life where we have children. Yeah. Right. So we'll, we'll go. <laughs> go ahead. Lika, you want to say something? Yeah, I said there are two kids on the background <laughs> doing their no, thing. No, I hear, I hear. I can see you right here. It's fine. Um, so maybe I'll let you introduce yourself. So um, perhaps your name and what you do, and then we'll go straight into it. Um, okay, do you want to start? Okay, my name is Toke Ogumoyela. I... I've been in, I've been working for the last 14 years. I've right. been married for five years now. Five? It'll be okay. five this four, four. It'll be five this year now. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we have two kids. Um, my background is, um, my educational background is human nutrition and peace. But my working background has been in the banking industry. I did uh -huh. four years in pharma. Oceanic Naoko Bank, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I did another nine years plus with Standing IBTC, where I met Lekwa. <laughs> yeah, so we must share on that. Okay. It, it gives people partners. Lekwa, over to you, please. Okay, so me, um, um, well, my name is Lekwa Mwela. Um, mm -hmm. I also have been into banking for for maybe 15 years. Right. Started out um, at um, Intercontinental Bank and moved uh -huh. to Stambik. I was there for ten uh -huh. years before uh -huh. before we moved out here um, almost two years ago now to Canada. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So excellent, lovely, lovely, lovely. So I mean, I think that I mean the reason why we're here is to talk about love at work. I I didn't meet my husband at work, but we both did meet ourselves at work. So I think the first question is is how did you meet? So I'm, I'm most eager to hear from both sides. So I think we should start with Nico. Nico, tell us how you met. I can see it's okay greening, but it's okay. So we'll start with you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, uh, I have to tell you, one of the things I've been, I've been, I've been, I've, I've never really had this kind of sit down, um, you know, to be with me and Toke, you know, in five years of marriage. I've never really had this kind of sit down to talk about our relationship and our love and stuff like that. So I was even having this in, having uh, discuss, to discuss with you on this podcast, I was thinking, my God, I hope God knows what I'm going to say. Maybe I was even scared of what I'm going to say, you know, as against everything, but it's okay. Um, I met uh, Toke, you know, I remember the first day I met Toke, I, I was in commercial banking in, in, in Stambik. Uh -huh. um, and I'd been in commercial banking for about I don't know seven years, six years for a, for a while, and then uh -huh. all the you know all the support guys in commercial banking, everybody just got married after, and, and then I was like the youngest guy there, not married. What's going on? And then at that point in my life, I was I'd moved out of my parents' house. I, uh -huh. I, I how old was I? How old? I don't know. I was in early early thirties, and uh -huh. then I'd moved out of my I, and I knew at that time I was ready for. A relationship 
so at that time it was like i'm actually looking to date i'm actually open to date people i just want i just wanted i don't i didn't know what would come out of it but i was very uh-huh. open to meeting people uh-huh. and dating people and, and stuff like that obviously there are those restrictions because of the way the pressures we work and we spend a lot of time at work so uh-huh. so one day i went to our head office in a, in a, in a job and um that day i had my i i my phone battery was low you know uh-huh. and then i just was looking for where to charge my phone and then i saw uh-huh. one fine babe you know she was in uh-huh. one corner in private banking see <laughs> <laughs> yellow stores in private banking i've not seen this one no but okay so i went to her i was like ah can i use your charger and then she just bought it wait so I, I was i can't remember what phone it was it was a samsung, samsung phone some samsung some samsung phone at that time i had that phone she just bought that same phone that day the same phone I was using. She had just bought that phone that day. So I, mm-hmm. I was like, can I use your charger? And then she was like, oh, sure, why not? So she just opened the phone. She just literally opened uh-huh. the phone that uh-huh. day. like, And then she just gave me the charger. Like, okay, go so, use so, the charger you know whenever you're was, done. Did you know that he was, was, like, so, okay, did you know he was a colleague? Or did you just think he was a customer that keeps charging phone? Oh, no. It had to be a colleague to have entered mezzanine. Okay, so he went, you know, oh, he it wasn't went, on the floor okay. floor. It was in okay. the office space. So, yeah. yeah, so I knew what the So private banking and uh, commercial banking share the same space mm-hmm. in the So mm-hmm. at the Dejo office. So mm-hmm. yeah, so so they they are literally at the uh, they, they occupy the first few mm-hmm. lines of the office mm-hmm. once you enter the building the floor, you know, and then private and then commercial banking is at the back. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'd never seen her before, and I was wondering, oh, who is this and all that. And then she just gave me the charger, and I was like, wow, this person doesn't even care about stuff you know oh. no uh, no drama just literally just gave it to me so freely so, so, so Nico, i already so have I was like two, wow i already have two lessons one let your battery run dry don't be self-sufficient all the time let your battery run down <laughs> very important lesson and then two i suppose yeah i suppose the second lesson from Tokyo's side is have no air somebody asks for for a charger, it's just a charger. Give him the charger happily and join him. Anyway, carry on. Sorry, I wouldn't interrupt you. You know, it was funny because I literally had to unwrap the phone to give him the charger. Oh, you wow. know, because I was wow. still, I had another phone I was using. I just bought that phone that mm-hmm. day. So when he said, okay, I need a charger, the phone mm-hmm. I was using, I usually leave my chargers at home. So I had to unwrap mm-hmm. the phone, give him the charger. And then I give this guy my charger and he does not return it. <laughs> that's very typical of me you know for me that's that's gesture right that's giving me a charger thing it's still it's still it's still a lesson for me today i think toke is a very selfless Mm. person i think she is a very she she gives very i think it's it's inbuilt that is that is not a reflection of just the charger i think she's actually Mm. a selfless person Mm. when she wants to give she gives unconditionally like with everything just i mean she just gives so i think that's just i'm grinning so (laughs) widely Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, that was the story of how we met. But later on, I learned uh, from another colleague that was sitting beside me um, uh-huh. that um, he had asked of me from her, and I was in a relationship then. You know, oh. I was like, I don't know that she's in a serious relationship or that uh-huh. nothing is going on. You know, and uh-huh. that uh, very uh-huh. serious one. So I think he, he soft pedaled. You understand a little oh, bit, really? but the irony of it was, 
I didn't even decide to break up that relationship for other reasons, you know, it was, it was a toxic relationship, you know. And <laughs> so the, the next time we would speak, like, I thought, you know, like, no, that one don't go. There's no relationship anyway. Oh, no, I remember. That's true. That's true. So, so another thing that was going through my mind then was uh-huh. like, okay, so this baby's in private banking. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. She's in... She's in private bank and she's so fine and so down to earth, you know. <laughs> At the time, Ash, the baby even, baby even lives in Lekki. She lives by herself. <laughs> she's so sophisticated, you know. My colleagues in private, my friends in private banking, because, you know, I've been in bank for a long time. And so all the old timers in private banking, I sort of knew them. Uh-huh. We had been uh-huh. on the same floor. She just joined private bank apparently. Uh-huh. So we're like, ah, man, that's okay, babe. She, she, always, she always has nice bags and things. And so I was like, ah, this baby must be solved. It was with some correct babe, you know. So it was nice when when we were like that from the very first day, uh-huh. you know, on a very random. It was a Friday. Uh-huh. I remember, it was a Friday. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So it was it was just it was just good vibes. It was very very. It was it was wow. nice. And then I got a number, and then we just. Uh-huh. just and and the irony of it is, we met in August. Uh-huh. We met. Uh-huh. Yeah, we literally had that conversation in August. Uh-huh. Married in May, following year. So. Wow, so it's August, September, October, November. Wow, January, February, March, April, May. Oh wow. So so so, Leko, is it true that every time people and I'm straying a bit, people meet who they want to marry, they just know. You think so? Um, I think for guys, I think at some point they are ready to get married. I think mm. at a point a guy is ready to get married. It, many guys know what they want. Mm-hmm. And I think many women don't sort of know what they want. Or people, not, I, I won't, let me not uh, put it to a gender thing. I think many mm-hmm. people, when they're not in that space, when they're not, when they are, when you are ready, you are ready, mm-hmm. you are more willing to, because at that time, like I said, my whole mindset was, I wanted to mm. date. I was open to mm. having get to know people. You know, mm-hmm. as in, I was just tired of. Um, I, I wanted to date Back people to know them, mm-hmm. to know the one that will work. Yes, to mm-hmm. know the one that will work compatibility to get married. Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. was how that was my own mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have a younger brother now, and he's also single. And then I just add, and then I'm, and I think he's in a, he's ready to get married now. Mm-hmm. But one thing I one thing maybe from his own perspective is that he tells me about mm-hmm. women he's dating or he's trying to date or he likes mm-hmm. or things like that. Mm-hmm. Be that uh, they they don't necessarily know what they want. They just they just make everything so long and complicated and you so, know, so like can we just, just chasing can that, we like, just... they're not sure. And, Leko, can we hold your younger brother? Because I personally have a long list of uh, people who are ready. Quite so let's just hold you so we should very tightly. We're coming back to that. Let's move to Toke. So Toke, I right. think I think question is, so what did you think, you know, after the charger thing? What did you think, you know, when he came to, or how did he ask you out? And how did the relationship start from your own side? Okay, I remember one particular phone call we had. Um, that I was driving home was later work, and was like, um, he's not, you know, um, interested in, in wasting time or faffing around. That you know, he's ready to, to you know, he's is in the um um how did this press because I, I literally walked out of the car to close my gate when it was having that conversation in my mind I was like oh, oh my boy you know like it, 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 
as a girl, you know, there are times that you've heard these things over and over again, you know, and then uh-huh. later on you discover that the person uh-huh. is just, you know, not serious as uh-huh. they claim. Uh-huh. But he, he, uh-huh. he, you know, it was very direct about it. Like, okay, you know what? I'm ready to to date properly. You know, I'm not uh-huh. just here to waste time. So if you are interested, oh, you know, so if you are not cool. interested, I'm not going to bother you. You know. And I think it makes life easier, you know. So if you're going yeah, to work out, uh-huh. you know, and not uh-huh. wait three months for uh-huh. something you can ask in three hours or in three days, True. you know, Good if you uh-huh. think you like someone enough, uh-huh. just ask, you know, if it's mutual, uh-huh. perfect. If it's uh-huh. not, you go your separate ways. <laughs> so, yeah. like so it was pretty direct about it. Oh, okay, that's okay. So as they say, he's shot on quite a direct shot. So back to the yes, his shot sounded like it was very direct shot. So back back to the middle of it. So what was it like dating at work? Um, I mean the interference of or maybe the knowledge of colleagues. What was it like? You know, just just dating. You know, being in the same organization. What was it like? Okay, perhaps because we're not in the same building, you know, he was working out of Allen Avenue, which is on the mainland. I was working out of Edith, which is on the island. So it wasn't like we're seen every day, except maybe when he has um, to see his colleagues or he has a particular a paper he wants to follow up with, with um, the teams uh-huh. in my building credit uh-huh. and all of that. So we typically would see maybe after work or weekend. And even though after work is difficult because he was living on the mainland, since he was working on the mainland, and I was living on the island because I was working. So, you know, you have to think of the third mainland traffic, you know, when yeah. you want to start. Uh-huh. So there were times uh-huh. they would say, oh, I'm coming, I'm coming. And then it's like, this traffic is too terrible. I can't make it, you know. So we typically would see over the weekend. But uh-huh. I, um, this kind of person, he could talk more with his colleagues that, oh, there's this girl in, in um, whatever. So, so- but I, I typically do not, I'm a little bit private, so it was just my very, very close friends mm-hmm. who knew we were dating. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. like my tightest friends at work. You know, because again, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but you're not sure if you will really, really, really gel and you know work and become you know a, a marriage relationship. So you don't want people uh-huh. to say, "Oh, she's dead, this, that, 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 that." Uh-huh. So you're a little bit cautious, you know, with uh-huh. the people uh-huh. you share. I hear that you. Part of it. So uh-huh. it was friends uh-huh. I was comfortable with uh-huh. that I knew that you know they were also private and would keep uh-huh. my my privacy and my you know confidential uh-huh. matters you know uh-huh. to themselves you know uh-huh. so yeah. Uh-huh. But I think he so, was a bit more open with his colleagues. So so in my own in my in my on my own mainland team right the okay. guys I was working with had been I had I had like a family kind of relationship right. with uh, right. my team. Stambik. Right. I, I, at that point in Stambik, I, I loved. I was in love with Stambik. I enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed my time so much because it was like a family team. We had all worked together for, I don't know, five years. Uh-huh. I knew when this one got married uh-huh. or had his ch- second child. Uh-huh. or So we had all followed each other. So it was, I had that kind of relationship with the people I worked uh-huh. with on my own side. Uh-huh. But they all knew, sort of knew, <laughs> knew my girlfriend was... A private banking and they all right. me. And now they are known on my birthday. Yeah. She sent a big cake oh, and a whatever and all that, that. Whole drama and all that. So <laughs> everybody, every of course everybody knew who was every well the mainland guys sort of knew 
what was going on. So most of the people on the mainline guys like, knew that you had a prize in private banking, a special prize present yeah. in private banking. <laughs> exactly. Okay, cool stuff. Exactly. So I mean, I hear from you exactly. that. I'm my boss. I'm my boss. No, I'm sorry. And my boss used to tease me that um, we asked you. There is a part of our KR, KPIs back then was um, uh-huh. uh, collaboration with private banking, commercial banking, private <laughs> bank collaboration. So my boss was always telling me that, look, our guy, we I'm said collaboration, right? This is not. <laughs> this is interplay. This is a private collaboration interplay and uh, whatever you know. Private. This is what the interplay we asked to go and do, right? <laughs> So, so your, your interplay was quite hot. That that KPI, you took it very seriously, and you reached out. <laughs> got an A one in that. Lovely, lovely, lovely. I mean, just before I mean, I go on to the personal side of of when you met your families and all that. I mean, I take from Tokyo that privacy is very important. Obviously, because she's never really knowing the end where relationships will go to. So when you are dating in the office, privacy is important. Um, Leko, is there any lesson you think that yes learn when they are um, in a relationship at work or seeking relationship at work? Leko. Yeah, Leko, over to you. Yeah, um, 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 you know, yeah, so, so because me and, um, because me and Toke, we had been at the bank for almost, I don't know, at that point, a while for five Uh years six years that means Uh we had people that knew us you know Uh that knew a little bit about me Uh past knew a little bit about from the past so so there was always that tendency of many opinions you know Uh oh i know oh i sabi am you know Uh there's always that oh here and there and here and here and here Uh so so privacy is good is good Uh and that is until you guys are sort of sure about what you want Uh what you're doing you know Uh but for me i am I am not. I'm. I wear my hat on this on my, my sleeve, so I'm not like ah, in terms of privacy kind of thing, you know. So I just still go ahead and do my thing. But I do understand right. where privacy, the place of privacy in that yeah. uh, it might be my. It's yeah. actually a good idea to keep things mm-hmm. private. Until you guys are, are sort of sure so, about where your so. relationship is headed to. Sure. So, did you guys ever have to worry about about? about colleagues and things and i kind of just explain it so look i feel like before people are married and sometimes even after you know you're kind of worried about so close to this person this colleague and there are colleagues who are of the opposite gender who are really close so were you guys worried about about any unusual closeness from both sides like maybe took a male colleagues that she was unduly close to did you have room to be jealous I, I I don't think I was. There were plenty. That one that that was that that was that was almost a deal breaker a couple of times to be honest. You know, if I have to be honest, that was a couple of times. But what? Well, yeah, because like I said, it's it's so it, you guys are so close and there's so much you know there's so much I know this you know that. And a lot of mm-hmm. um, a lot of that, mm-hmm. you know. So you, mm-hmm. sometimes you're not sure about, and then obviously a lot of um, you know, if you spend so, so much time in at work, and this person knows that person, that person knows this mm-hmm. person about that mm-hmm. person, and mm-hmm. you know. So I, I was always very careful. So at the first vibe, at the first 
vibe of uh, that kind of oh, hmm? is there maybe this person and this person they are close I beg I'm not I'm not I'm, not, I'm running away I'm running away you know well, listen, you I'm walking away, honestly so, why can't you stand and fight anyway it's okay let me hear your view on that were there girls that he was he was laughing with you know, excessively or you know things that were a bit of a bother or maybe the truth is I Okay, I, I think for me, I I think I was a bit confident in myself, you know, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, I just walked out of a relationship, you know, that was practically headed towards marriage, you know, so I had that, you know, if one two does not work, nothing will happen, we we'll move <laughs> on, you know, but I understood his own perspective, you know, because like you said, you know, I was a yellow something. Okay, I am a yellow something, you know, I'm a fine girl. So the, the people girl. that had um, perhaps asked me out, oh, yes, I'm hot cake. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe the, uh, in people that asked me out, that gone on dates with, you know, in the bank too, and it can be a bit um, funny, you know, and then the people that, you know, you've only done a mm-hmm. date with them, but then when they're telling their friends about you, they're like, oh, I sabi the girl, you know, blah, 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 then they over-exaggerate things, mm-hmm. and which can be a cause of conflict, you know, mm-hmm. so, but for me, I, I think I was, I, I, and I think because of the person he is, you mm-hmm. know where he stands, so mm-hmm. I knew that even if there was any girl that mm-hmm. liked him, mm-hmm. he probably was not liking them back the same way he liked me so that mm-hmm. helped me and my own mm-hmm. confidence you know in our relationship mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i couldn't be bothered if i saw you know there was a particular girl yeah i remember now <laughs> <laughs> all of you laughing and push your shoulder or there was a day another colleague of mine who knows that girl was like oh do you know that she stopped wearing makeup because Leko said he doesn't like makeup and i was like are you kidding <laughs> this girl and that you know and that you know so they had a mucho client who had an event and then the two of them went for the event together you know and i was like ah you didn't tell me that you're going for this event now so why are you going with this particular girl you know but i said it not because i i, I thought there was anything yeah. funny but i also uh-huh. wanted to be sure that uh-huh. there wasn't anything out of the ordinary uh-huh. between the both of them you know but uh-huh. just <laughs> the most important thing is if you're both um, if you really want a relationship to work uh-huh. you need to be trustworthy uh-huh. And if you're trustworthy, it helps, you know, with the friendship. Uh-huh. And so when you know that, yes, this person can have other friends of the opposite sex, uh-huh. but I don't think this person would hurt me uh-huh. or go or uh-huh. do things out of turn, you know, with the opposite sex, then I think, I'm, uh-huh. you know, we're fine, uh-huh. you know. So uh-huh. there are boundaries, you know. Yes, uh-huh. there were a few colleagues that didn't like me talking to it at all. And I was like, this person is my colleague. It's not like that, you know. <laughs> I can see him squeezing his face. <laughs> you know, but... <laughs> rich colleague, rich colleague. You see, that's those, those are the things that you have to do. <laughs> those are the things you have to deal with, you know, because yeah. guys are guys, and then yeah. and then and then there's something, there's something, there's something. I think, right? I think the same way girls worry about relationships. I think for guys, it's all the same uh-huh. pressure. 
you know, at the point uh-huh. whereby you feel like, okay, I'm settled now. Like, you feel like uh-huh. you have everything going on for you. And, like, uh-huh. at that stage, you are actually looking. You're actually searching. Uh-huh. Actually, as, um, for lack of a better word, you know, as desperate, whatever, as the next person uh-huh. out there, you're also looking uh-huh. for love or you're also looking for something that uh-huh. has meaning. You uh-huh. know, so, and then you also try not to make the same mistakes. So it's basically the same worry that a guy has at a certain uh-huh. stage, uh-huh. you know. So, at that stage, it is asking the same questions. Uh-huh. But then, then maybe uh-huh. guys, guys are used to. So I, I, I had this comment. Uh-huh. I had this comment uh, when eventually we was it when we got married or when maybe people heard that we're dating and all that. that uh-huh. They call you your mainland, so you can't came to carry this babe from Lekki all the way from Lekki you now took her to Bagada I was staying at Adini Jones there you now took her all the way from Lekki to Adini Jones because we got married she had her apartment in Lekki I had my own small apartment in Adini Jones she had her own uh-huh. which is a nice area so we, gonna, we moved to Adini well, yeah, exactly. But some people like the private estate in she used to stay in some very nice estate in Lekki where we uh-huh. met. You know, so uh-huh. so so people will be like, Oh, so you now brought out the way to the mainland <laughs> from the island. Across the sort of like a downgrade, yeah. blah blah blah. I, I remember that conversation. I am I am I am bad for saying this, but I haven't followed that person in five in a couple of years now. <laughs> that person is still not married now. <laughs> So that lady, she's no, but, still not married now. Maybe she's still. Maybe but 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 can we talk about that? Can we can we talk about that for a bit? And I think is, do you think that people set one absurd absurd standards one? And do you think that either gender thinks more highly of themselves than they ought to? And let me let me expand straight on my first um, question. So my first question is: Do you think that people don't look in the office? People don't think, you know, let me keep my eyes open. Potentially, I can find a relationship at work. That's one question. Two, do you think people think, you know, I'm all this big um, banker, you know, living in this estate, as you're saying, lucky, you know, quiet. There's no way I'm crossing the mainland. And do you think people miss opportunities when they decide that? Who wants to go? Anyone can go first. Think that um, you, you, you should be honest with yourselves and and what is important to you so Uh if keeping up standard is important to you by all means you know but then you would only be narrowing your pool of potential suitors as it were Uh my Uh pool is already narrow because i'm as so i have Uh to be with someone that is a uh-huh. you know so and then you put in the dynamic of someone you actually vibe with and uh-huh. then someone that is also a christian you know uh-huh. and then you put in all of these other things that are important to you so now uh-huh. adding superficial things like money uh-huh. i don't think it's important wasn't it was never important to me you know uh-huh. but apparently to some people if it's really important to you but all means because like you don't that. want to be you know in a marriage you know that you keep you know feeling uh-huh. you know twigs of regret like oh mm-hmm. you know i should have married someone which blah 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 but you know the things that are important to you stick to mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. if it's standard if it's, um mm-hmm. living in a private estate in lucky <laughs> you know stick to it you know right because i think a major cause of of conflicts in marriages again can be on met expectations you know mm-hmm. so uh-huh. You think that you know uh-huh. you should have this kind of life, you know, you should have this uh-huh. kind of, and then it's not working through, you know, and then you uh-huh. start getting all very envious and jealous of your friends that seem to be getting it. 
Uh-huh. But, you know, uh-huh. it was important to me, you know, I can't, because I know uh-huh. I'm also working, I'm also earning a uh-huh. living, you know, and uh-huh. if you're going to, and maybe my background again, you know, I had working parents who uh-huh. would pull resources together, you know, together, yeah. but if you think, oh, uh-huh. the guy has to be this extraordinarily rich and settled uh-huh. and, you know, has uh-huh. his own private island, you know, private space uh-huh. in Banana Island. By blah, all blah, means, blah. right. By all means. <laughs> okay, I hear you. Lika, do you want to do you want to go before we go to phase two of the conversations? Do you want to take a stab at that question? Yeah, um, I think I agree absolutely with um with um, okay. it's okay, you know. I mean it's it's important for you to know what you want and what you are looking uh-huh. for in marriage. Uh-huh. You know, some of those things and and you know, try try I wish most I'm not sure and I'm not sure I, I don't think anybody really gets hundred percent you know what they expected or what they when they were 12 you know in terms wise of uh-huh. so it's all compromise uh-huh. it's all learning Correct. to know the ones, what you can deal with and what is important uh-huh. to you so uh-huh. yeah so things that are important the value systems that are important to you are the things that you should mostly go for and uh-huh. look out for if if you think those standards uh-huh. of uh, if you think by all means exactly you know, if uh-huh. that's what makes you happy, uh-huh. because if you if you uh-huh. did move to the mainland, you'll never be happy. You find yourself complaining every day about um, you leaving your lucky uh-huh. military package uh-huh. to you. I didn't even get, you know. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so. Okay, all right. Okay, thanks, guys. I appreciate. So, I think let's just run quickly all the way from that time and and today. And I think it's maybe someone wants to speak about you know meeting the your families, how it was, the wedding, and obviously having the two amazing children that you have. And I think that when you think about that, please just give us one lesson each. So lessons from meeting the Eagles, lessons from, you know, having the children, what you've learned, and then we can walk up all the way back to today. Who's going first? I want to go first. Okay. so when so the story like when eventually we started dating and all that you know i think i met uh-huh. her mom in in december of that year uh, you know, and then christmas you met my parents mm-hmm. that december mm-hmm. you uh-huh. know, so we must have done some christmas dinners kind of thing uh-huh. met both parents met at christmas and, uh-huh. and you know and then we just went on from there and um before we got married so my sister lives in germany so uh-huh. We we sort of um, my my sister and I are very close, right? So, yeah. So I just felt like okay, I wanted her to meet my sister to sort of uh-huh. in my mind it was like an approval, not an approval, but I wanted my <laughs> wife, to, as in I wanted my sister to meet her and sort of understand that you know that's like my mom kind of you right. Know? Yeah, that, that that was that's how my sister feels to me, my my elder sister, you know. So we went to uh-huh. Germany. And in Germany, we uh, were in Germany for we on leave. We both took our leaves for three weeks. Uh-huh. We've got uh, so we're in Germany for three weeks. And in that three weeks, we had uh-huh. marriage counseling classes. So right. that marriage counseling classes was by uh, a Ghanaian pastor, my sister's pastor. Uh-huh. And I think for the first one year or two years of our marriage, that guidance uh-huh. counseling, that counseling thing we did was the was what helped our marriage you know, mm-hmm. for the first two years because mm-hmm. i remember the very first session of that uh you know that uh class session mm-hmm. the very first one mm-hmm. we we on our way back home on the train and you know on the 
we didn't even talk. I'm not sure we actually spoke until we went for the next session on Wednesday. <laughs> so it was that it was that deep. It was like, okay, obviously write down. So I guess that's the normal thing they're doing. But it, I just felt like because we're having that marriage counseling session with somebody that we don't know a totally neutral party. It wasn't like my dad's pastor or my pastor uh-huh. that knew me. It, it really uh-huh. helped us be honest to each other, uh-huh. uh, to each other's feelings and opinion and actually listen to each other. Uh-huh. To actually ask, why are we even getting into this marriage space? Uh-huh. Why are we asking uh-huh. some real deep questions? And it wasn't like... Uh, and he always left it left it open that, you know, you don't have to go through with the wedding, you know, if uh-huh. you think it won't work. You know, wow. because I, I think for the typical nigerian counseling session the end is already you know <laughs> it's like they're walking towards the end you know mm-hmm. but with him mm-hmm. it was like you know you need to look mm-hmm. at both yourselves now what really mm-hmm. do you want mm-hmm. is this what you really want mm-hmm. do you want to move forward mm-hmm. with this not because mm-hmm. you know there's a wedding date now nah. mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. because this is the rest of your mm-hmm. lives you know you have to be yeah, sure no, i agree i agree so, i often say that the broken engagement better than a broken marriage really to be honest it saves everyone time and pain so that's so cool so so i think one of the lessons i take out of this and i hope that people take out is that preparation is important yeah and you know just getting ready and not always you know with the end in mind not always because you want it to end up but also it's also an exploratory period yes okay any other lessons you should be learning because there are many people who are single working girls who are listening. So counseling is so important. I say it all the time as well. Yes, uh-huh. it is. And as much as possible, if you can get a neutral party to do that for you, that you can okay. really be honest with, not your your childhood pastor or your uh-huh. church pastor. You can find, uh-huh. you know, a, a pastor or even a uh-huh. professional therapist, you know. Uh-huh. So you have uh-huh. honest, candid, objective counseling. Not... Uh-huh something a bit biased mm-hmm. or I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that session did us a whole world of good. It did us a whole world of good because mm-hmm. because because mm-hmm. from then on from from then on um we got we got back uh, March uh, we got back maybe March 7th uh, May 17 no April we got back May 17 after your birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got back May we we got back and then two days after we went for the registry Mm-hmm. And then our wedding oh, wow. was, yeah, our wedding was supposed to be the following week, but the day mm-hmm. of our registry, our dad died, so oh. that complicated so many things. But we oh, still wow. went ahead with the wedding. It was all, it was then, it was all sorts of things. Then, oh, she, wow. then you know, so it was, it was so dramatic. It, it was, uh-huh. it was. It, then the next one year, then she was pregnant. Then she lost the child. Then she had the oh, child. No. Pregnant, and, so we went through a lot of drama drama that first one mm, you know? mm, but first mm, one year second year after Keaton was born and all that uh-huh, you know? but, uh-huh, but I think uh-huh. what that whole experience that preparatory experience sort of helped uh-huh. us it really did help us uh-huh. all up until the point where Keaton grew up and everything and then uh-huh. we packed our loads and then we moved to Canada <laughs> <laughs> and Canada's own eh? hey <laughs> my god I'm laughing so hard as you can see <laughs> you know, because Canada's zone is another phase entirely of, of, of the marriage, of the everything. Because, you know, in Nigeria, we had uh, family. It's okay. One thing I should know, one thing I should say is, 
now my wife is she's not she does she's not the most domestic my my dad calls my wife pepeless which means <laughs> that she, means she's my relative bro because me sorry that at all costs okay hi you're my relative she doesn't have my job she's pepeless so don't yes, stress so. her any nonsense so she doesn't have energy for all that she's uh, pepeless you know so yeah. in nigeria we had a lot of support you know we had a lot of support from my parents, uh, from my parents, from my parents, from you know at home. We had maid, we had driver, we had nanny. Then we moved to Canada, and we didn't have all this. And then a week after we landed, we realized she was pregnant with number two. We weren't planning it. Oh wow! Yeah. So and then every time she's pregnant, it's it's just a nine months. She might as well just be on the bed or something i mean for the whole nine months it's just drama oh, wow. it was drama no, it was tra- uh-huh. no of course i understand so so that's uh-huh. all, the first nine months in canada right and then was it was a lot of stress we got in fall so you know fall entering winter, winter. Hey. oh my goodness winter it was it was it was winter and then we no but i but i said to people that you know relocating is a a full exercise on its own because you are relocating and then obviously you are vulnerable and you don't always have the support system as you say that you had at home so Mm -hmm. i feel like it will test anybody's relationship it doesn't matter how angelic yes it doesn't matter how angelic ah it does so so you know my my brother my elder brother called my wife and told her this uh, last year like in December or January or something. January. January last year that said to her that ah well you guys are already in January winter will be over in May she was saying to him that winter should be over in another one by February ending March we should end winter my brother was like March February ending like winter is still maybe April though as in no okay for uh, uh, what do you call it fall um, sorry uh, yeah, yeah, f- yeah. Um, uh, yeah spring no, I guess. spring right so February yeah. is still cold March is still cold. April is literally April. Yes, maybe it starts getting warm in May, April. Then summer doesn't start until May, really. Mm. So it's still a bit mm. cold in, in April, March. So my brother was literally just telling her that it, it, it like winter, like I think that was in December. Like winter is still for another three, four months, and then she just started crying, ah, ah, crying because of <laughs> like, can I continue with this? Cold? It's also cold. I was so food. tempted to go back to Nigeria. Food was a problem. No, but I possible you should know what is important to you what are deal breakers for you before you go into any relationship and mm. when so, you eventually um, get married you should discount it as all of those things again 
and then be open mm. to compromise yes you you had all of those things in selecting your partner you know but then again people change you know the things that you think may change that won't change and the things that you think will definitely change that don't change so mm-hmm. once you've made the selection and you're mm-hmm. married mm-hmm. counting us all of that just know you can you are in this relationship you know for better for worse but not mm-hmm. to the extent of domestic abuse you know nobody was no, going to tolerate that but mm-hmm. you know but mm-hmm. all of the mm-hmm. uh, little disagreement and you know mm-hmm. trying to understand each other live with each mm-hmm. other you know there'll be mm-hmm. friction you have to mm-hmm. just realize you know you've come together for a purpose mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you need to let it work through you know mm-hmm. another thing i advise is as much as possible please do not get married with expectations you know because that is usually like the the how do i put it the trigger for for sentiment for for pain for regret you know when you think you know those things that you thought would happen don't happen you know and you imagine i never ever thought i'd move to canada if you had told me six years ago that there was a time you that, you know there'll be a time in your future you live in canada i'll say no because i never thought of it but apparently it was important to lay on to live in a temperate zone you know his siblings all live outside of nigeria you know so he's he's loved it you know when he was in school visiting them you know the kind of lifestyle that he's always wanted for his family you know i couldn't be bothered but then i was open to you know we moving down here because it was also a decision we had to make you know because at the end of the day what the two in this relationship you know what's right. about what work for other people you know so uh-huh. what's working for us you know, so. Uh-huh. so you also have to be open to compromise all right um as much as possible have a relationship with god you know so that uh-huh. also helps uh-huh. so it's uh-huh. the and the you know the things that is not working fine like you know our mm-hmm. first year of marriage you know my miscarriage my dad's mm-hmm. um death and all of yeah. that mm-hmm. having a spiritual source of strength mm-hmm. you know of comfort mm-hmm. health you know mm-hmm. i think that's just about what i'd advise any any lady you know mm-hmm. thank you and that's that's great to advise don't have a relationship and i think that you reach it and even i can can shout it loud enough anyone who's shopping for a perfect person i'm not sure they're interested in getting married because they're no perfect person let her over to you lesson yeah i was going to say covid co- corona right with the lockdown and everything it has brought out the the you know the whatever marriages yes because we have So, so in March, right, or in May, when people were telling me I've been locked down for the past, I'm like, we've been locked down since we got to Canada. Like, we have just been, it's just you and your family, hmm. literally. Hmm. It's so much time with your family. Like, I haven't been, maybe because I now find that Canada is so different culturally from Nigeria because uh-huh. every, yeah, it's so, I see the thing, reason why they say it's so family-oriented. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we have two kids. We have to. We 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 have to take care of them. We have to mm-hmm. have a kind of life we want to. So 
means being you have to be involved as a man you can't leave everything to your wife you can't leave uh-huh. you guys have to be involved with everything with planning everything so which means so things basically i've learned one of the big, biggest lessons i've learned over the last one or two years here is patience you have to be patient and then uh-huh. you have to leave room uh-huh. for improvements you know so back to that uh-huh. my paperless gist with my wife you know <laughs> Last year when we came, like we even eat two years, for, ago. two years ago, like I was like when time she was pregnant, I was one always cooking, cooking, cleaning. Did, did, uh-huh. I was so uh-huh. it was crazy. I was so domesticated. Like, my friends would call me. I thought, ah, Nikon, maybe you should bring out the talking stew. Nikon, talking that maybe it's talking stew. Be talking. I mean, talking stew. Ah, come on. So I was so domesticated, and I. Yeah, so and I and I even complained to my sister at some point ah, this is my wife she doesn't she that she doesn't like to do it now fast forward one I don't know two years after man you should see the grub I'm eating now man ah, in this Canada we there's nothing I'm not I'm not even missing Nigerian food anymore but as in when I post some food online people will tell me like oh did you order in I didn't order in oh my wife did wow. you see food if you see what wow. we did, my god I'm chopping no listen you, you have to you have to tell me your so I can check out the food <laughs> ah <laughs> man I'm eating oh there's food there's fish there's everything and everything and so, I think the lesson that again is that you know there's always room for improvement so if uh-huh. perhaps the period i was pregnant and i was completely useless to myself and to the world and maybe we had broken up or something we wouldn't be here now that i'm also this chef toker you know that is cooking and all of that you know which again speaks to human resilience you know and you know being open to compromise being mm-hmm. open to to develop and to change to All progress right. you know to and adaptability make things work so, honestly i am I, I would rather have a cook chef butler gardener everything the old works we're related we're related we're very related here <laughs> just, just saying it's not very related yeah, i'm yeah. not i'm not i think yeah. people so, relocate so my own philosophy allowed that i <laughs> I, I, I enjoy I want all of that. I, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I absolutely want all of that. I enjoy all of that, but I also know I also can function in both both ends of the spectrum. That's uh-huh. the way I like to see it. Like uh-huh. when there is the chef, whatever, whatever, we enjoy it. When there is on the other side, we enjoy uh-huh. it as well. We just we just adapt. We adapt but, 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 able to but adapt. I think, I, think, I think that the the one thing I also want to leave with with you guys, you know, from my side, obviously having a 13 and a 16 year old is that is that you know life is in phases, and obviously life is a series of I say blessings and battles, but let's not be dramatic. But life is you know a series of of phases, almost like an uneven graph. So you get to a point where Kito and Ore are so big and you're not cooking for anybody, you won't care about anybody who can't find their way to the kitchen. You just forget it. And there'll be that phase, obviously, when you stop packing bags, stop, you know, rushing. I didn't think that phase would come. Sometimes I lie down on my bed and I'm like, hey, can this really be me? Where I'm telling my son to come, I'm hungry. I'm like, can you go down to my little water? Why are you telling me? What's the problem? Obviously, you make the big pot of stew or whatever. They can then feed themselves. So, so I think if guys be consoled, you are going to pass this thing and you'll be looking back and you'll be shocked. 
just living that with you. So I think I think just to round up the podcast, and I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. And Tokia reminds me, you know, of my myself in many ways. Um, but I think just in in rounding up, I'm going to ask that you each um, describe yourself with two adjectives. Who's going first? So two adjectives to describe Beko and two adjectives to describe um, and, and since it's Valentine, you might as well add some nice um, nice some Valentine nice so we can wrap up properly. So who's going first? Two two words, right? Two yes. two words. Um... Who's going? Okay, I think I would say which was the same thing I said, do you know, at the wedding, um, when would they, they asked me a question at the wedding, that Lekon is genuinely kind, you know, oh. and is genuinely appreciative. So you do a little thing, you know, he appreciates it. So he encourages, um, unfortunately, unfortunately, I, I kind of like giving. So imagine me that I like being and then someone that really appreciates so it's like oh my god this will not let me go broke or you know like because <laughs> really, even if it's just the littlest thing yeah you know if really would appreciate you know and uh-huh. go on and on and on about uh-huh. it and he's also genuinely kind and I think it's, it just works it works that is, so just so that's my yeah, two that's appreciative fun. and kind oh that is so sweet and and the reason I'm leaning in on kindness because many years ago when people come to to meet me and say I'd, I'd like to get married with you, give me some advice, I'll be like, does he do this? Does he do this? You know now I've scrapped off everything from my list. When you come, I say, is he a kind man? They'll say, how do you mean? I'm like, kindness is consideration. Does he consider you? Is he kind? You know, and does he have the fear of God? I don't ask anything else. Everything has popped away from my my list because kindness is such a powerful, <laughs> powerful value. So Lekon, there you go, over to you. Oh, I think my wife is very beautiful. Oh, oh. oh God. And I think she <laughs> and I think she too should be I think she's a selfless person. I think she's a selfless giver. Mm. I think she's a selfless person, so which means which means we can we can compromise, we can plan, we can always um, uh-huh. be considerate with each other, uh-huh. and we can build a life together. So, I still see those values every day. That is sweet, <laughs> and I, I don't think there's a sweeter note to wrap up <laughs> to wrap up this um, um, podcast. And and thank you so guys so much guys for coming and for sharing so authentically I, I feel like anyone who listens you know would have a few more than a few lessons um to go with so so thank you so much guys I really appreciate it. already want to say something Peter do you want to say bye to Auntie before I shut this down already you are such a gorgeous baby I saw you people are going to, to dash you to me for some days because you are so pretty like your mommy obviously Okay, and the daddy. Yes, we would send out the FedEx. All right, guys, thank you so much. Blessings, lovely, lovely, lovely. Thank happy you for having me. And and thank, thank you for having us. Your tenth anniversary. Cheers. Certainly, certainly. Absolutely. Thank you.